3: I don't even have my mic connected as either. It's all gone wrong. How are we doing, boys? How are we doing? We're doing well, Tom. How are you? I'm going to sort my mic out while you're talking. Go on, talk to me. Well, <laughs> I'm
4: I'm doing all right. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling my age today, thanks to somebody who didn't know who were, who Pearl Jam was this morning, and uh, so I had to go find my Pearl Jam CDs. You know, this is what we used to listen to them on back in the day.
3: Now, can you hear me fine? Is that good? Yep. Yeah perfect lovely stuff but yeah i don't know who they are so oh, educate me tom educate me
4: pearl jam <laughs> one of the the start a part of the the grunge movement in the early 90s i i was getting a little upset and then i realized that it was my college years not your college years so
1: yeah yeah I, yeah i know I, them as well and I'm, <laughs> oh, for goodness
3: sake this is I, just I, embarrassing for me i, went and they, <laughs> I saw i saw <laughs> them
1: i saw them at um or like I saw them at the museum in Seattle. There's a grunge museum in Seattle. Yeah. So I went to see that to see Kirk Cobain's guitar.
4: Not drumming oh, bass
1: really? now.
3: No. <laughs> well, there you go. So, yeah, I don't know who they are. I've been absolutely ripped to pieces by everybody in the <laughs> comment section and chat boxes for it, and uh,
1: we move forward. Alex, how you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, I was just saying to the guys before the show, I've, I've got training at seven o'clock, and then I'm doing an all-nighter at uh, university after that. So
3: also, you didn't know that this preview is until quarter past seven, right? You didn't, didn't know that? No, is that uh All right,
1: I'll, I'll just disappear.
3: No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm no, messing it's, with you. It's I know.
0: Fine. It's all good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all good, mate. And we're also joined by Damien you Damien, making your uh, preview show debut.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm good, Tom. I was uh, hoping to be able to get a Pearl Jam banner to put up behind me. Um just to sort of rub it in a little bit more, but I thought you yeah. probably probably had
3: enough of it today. So a little a little now to be fair, you know, I've I've clearly I clearly don't know one of the absolute greats of the rock <laughs> music world, and that is certainly I mean, I'm sure sh- are they rock, Tom? Yes. Yeah, so I'm not insulting anyone by saying they're a rock yeah, band. They you are. know, you do that thing where you say like they're the wrong genre, and then people come for you with torches like a Simpsons meme. Yeah, so I've avoided that, thankfully. But uh yes, we're here talking about the Champions League uh clash between Arsenal. And Porto, the first leg of the last 16. Tom, how are you feeling ahead of Arsenal's return to the knockout stages of this competition?
4: Well, the last I'll say, of Pearl gem is. I think that this is going to be a little bit of a grungy game. that's we've been we've another been used- reference
3: that I don't get. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we're,
4: we're we're actually I think it's going to be rough because, like you were saying, we we haven't won there, especially in the Champions League. Um, we've had our issues. We've won at home enough times. Uh, mm. They're not having a great season. But they're still in the mix in the top three, and they're in the in the Portuguese league. But uh, it's hard to say. I don't think it's going to be as high flying as we have been in the last two games. I still think we're going to end up getting a, a victory, but we'll get into that a little bit more later.
3: Yeah, we will. We absolutely will. Um, they are an interesting team, Porto. They play attacking football. They've got a lot of threatening players. They are without Mediterrami, apparently. He's suffered a bit of an injury in their lead-up to this game, but they've still got Evan Nilsson, who scored four goals in five Champions League group stage games for them. You know, they gave Barcelona a real good run for their money as well in their group and progressed relatively comfortably. Um, but Alex, how are you feeling about how Arsenal go into this game and I guess the the frustration is that we play on Wednesday, we fly back Thursday, we have one day on Friday for training slash recovery, and then we play again on Saturday. I mean, Arteta's got to somehow work this out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that we're in a situation now where we're going to hopefully gonna have to just get used to that. Mm. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for the way in which you can manage it tie by tie. The fact that you obviously reached the stage now where we have two ties yeah. um it makes it a lot easier not not necessarily easier but it means that you can ro- you can afford to rotate but you obviously have to put yourself in the position to rotate um hmm. and i think you see from our from the lineups where we've all gone for um or the sort of strength of team that we go for i think i think that it's the nature of football at least we're not travelling with the greatest respect to baku or you know, yeah. we're, we're traveling to Portugal, which is pretty much the shortest flight you can do, isn't it? From from from, from London, but like
3: yeah, it's one of the shortest trips yeah. you can have in in Europe for sure. Yeah, and the so PSG, I, I guess,
1: would be probably yeah, closer. Yeah, Paris, obviously. Yeah, but I, I think that we just have to. You know, we get, we're gonna we're we're gonna be a few tired legs, but you know, we we need to pick up results at the end of the day. So I think people are gonna need to. Um, you know, they're going to need to play two games or three games in a week at times. That's just going to be the nature of it. And we just have to manage injuries and knocks and um, Mm. sort of thing as we go. Um, And hopefully um, we can come away unscathed Literally and score,
3: score line wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, injury wise and score line wise. It'd be great if we can come out there with a clean sheet and a clean bill of health uh, as well. There is, and I was at the London Colony, uh, or oh, sorry, the Sober Realty. I said this earlier on Twitter and I called it London Colony by accident. And honestly, people come for you if you call it that instead of Sober Realty Training uh, Center now. So you got to be on it, people. Otherwise, people are going to critique you on your naming abilities of that. But yeah, Damien, we are without Thomas Partey, despite the fact he trained, uh, he's not travelled. How much of an impact and frustration is that? Or would you rather see him kind of eased back in, if you like?
0: Yeah, I'd definitely rather see him ease back in. I think as soon as we knew we weren't in the squad for the weekend, same with yeah. Tom Yasu and whatever else, if they're not coming on to get minutes even if it's just 10, 15 minutes at the end of a game, you kind of know they're not going to be thrown in the deep end in a game like this. So I think with Partey, same with all of them, really. You just need to let them get back to full fitness and just bring them back slowly.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be a waiting game with Partey. We've been incredibly frustrated with, I suppose, the lack of availability of him this season compared to last season where he was 33 Premier League games he was able to play, just four so far this season. But... He came back soon in, in January, I think it was. Arsenal were posting pictures of him in training. And yes. then he had a setback. And I, I guess the regret from Arsenal must have been of posting those photos of him coming back so soon. Yeah, it, always- it seems like
0: it's um, he's been coming back soon for the last couple, mm. couple of months, you know. Yes. It's, uh, back- it is frustrating mm. when you know what he can bring to us.
3: Yeah, of course it is. And we want to see him in the team. We want to see him flourishing and playing and, and giving us what we know he can provide to the side. But we need to be cautious and then we got to hope that he comes back uh, relatively quickly fabio Vieira is back and has traveled though tom have we missed him much at all or do you think there's an impact for him to, to have in this squad
4: uh and there's definitely a chance for him to have, to make an impact i don't think we've missed him mm. um i think that him and Partey both had to reintroduce themselves in training they were shaking hands and like they had not seen each other in a while so mm. um i but i do think that we, he will have a chance i don't think the I don't see him getting in this game because there's people ahead of him. I think I, if if Emile Smith Rowe gets some time, at, uh you know Trossard, who I would hope would not play in this game because we need him. I and we'll talk more about this later, we need him more mm-hmm. for the weekend, I think. Yeah. But um uh I, I do think that uh there's Reese Nelson ahead. I think there's there's plenty of people that can get on before him. And when he does come on, I, I do see him having an impact as long as he's fit and be able to and and to run across the middle like he does and, and he's the, one of the better facilitators that we have um i think we can we, we might be lacking that in anybody other than martin odegaard at this point but mm. um i i do i think he might have a place on the team but it remains to be seen to see how he can integrate back in
3: yeah and that how he does reintegrate the impact he can have from a creative standpoint i remember early in the season it was almost like Fabio Vieira had arrived. You know, he was having goal contributions. He was having impacts in games. He was even starting some fixtures. as well. We had that red card, I think, earlier in the season as well. People might remember um, that came a little bit out of the blue. But, you know, he was injured soon after that red card. In fact, I think he was injured during the period of suspension that he was serving, actually. So, yeah, we've not necessarily been able to have an opportunity to know if he's going to react or respond to, you know, what, We want to see more from obviously, but from exactly what he can give us is going to be so difficult to to be able to predict at this point. Moving more into what this means, Alex, the Champions League is an opportunity, I think, this season for Arsenal because Bayern don't look particularly great. Liverpool aren't in it. Chelsea, of course, neither. They are not in it either. Newcastle or Manchester United knocked out in the group stages. Porto are a side at which you would expect Arsenal to knock out of this competition. There would be insane levels of disappointment if we didn't. How do you view the Champions League for Arsenal this year?
1: Well, I think, you know, every every chance you get to play in the Champions League, you have to make the most of it. I I think we are in a position where we have the quality to challenge. Um, I I don't want to jinx it so I'm not gonna say where I think we can end up but you know our, our squad is is very strong. I, I think that yeah. if we have to be able to challenge on both fronts. Um you know I think too often we've 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 struggled um with going one one side to the other like trying to do Champions League and league games together it always has become this issue of like oh we need to rotate for this fixture or rotate for that that fixture and and it it does become frustrating and i think that we've got a little bit of a bad reputation with these um first knockout games mm. um you know we we often cut, we often get knocked out in the first knockout stage because usually we're drawn by munich <laughs> um, but, mm. but i i think that like you say where we're coming up against you know i'm no disrespect to porto but they are one of the weaker sides we could have got on balance um yeah. i think we've given ourselves the best chance by finishing top of the group i think um you know there, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of things that could have gone wrong that haven't so far so i think we we just need to focus on the game the atmosphere in these away ties is going to be intimidating whoever you get you know these away mm. games in european stadiums there's so many um so many big stadiums you can go to so i think the i mean my lineup's reflecting it but i'm just hoping we can grab a couple of goals settle down and go on to the home fixture where i think we can all say that we're probably more confident playing at the emirates than we are playing at porto
3: yeah we are uh, you know, just just naturally we're going to be more comfortable playing there sorry i, I cut you off keep going no oh, i
1: was just going to say and for me the the final point would be if we if we're struggling and we can't win then don't lose <laughs> That's, yeah, that's the, which is obviously is very you know I'm sure everyone would say it, but mm. but I think that's often often the rule in the Champions League is if you can manage not to lose and you're away tie, you're you're putting yourself in a good stead.
3: Well, Arteta's never lost in Portugal. He has also never won. Um, it's worth pointing out he's drawn to Sporting and he's drawn to Benfica and the two other Portuguese teams we've played. We are completing the set under Arteta with Porto now um this season but th- there is hope i think there's a lot of encouragement the way in which we are playing damien obviously five league games five wins 21 goals scored we're an in incredible run of form do you feel as though that they will or arteta will approach this game like he has the previous fixtures, or because of who porto are and because they are, i think they're a, a better team than than burnley and forest and i think they're a better team than uh crystal palace and, and west ham even as well that maybe, will he go for more of a cautious approach like he did with Liverpool, with with Jorginho coming in?
0: That That's what I'm thinking he'll probably do. It, it mm. doesn't necessarily mean that we play in a more cautious way. I think, you know, if you look at the way we played against Liverpool, we played them off the park. Yeah. You know, and I've kind of looked at the way we seem to be peaking at the moment. And it's almost as if he's looked at what we've done last season and kind of thought to himself that we peaked too early by being that good at the beginning and that the aim for this season has been pretty much like Manchester City, to be there and thereabouts come this time of year Mm. and then kick on from then. And, you know, you you look at the way we're played and throughout the team from Raya up to the front, it kind of looks like he's taken the shackles off, that he's actually said to now go out and play, Mm. you know. And the the form we're in, I, I don't think we should really be fearing pretty much anybody.
3: Mm. No, neither do I. Uh, I don't think we should. I think we should go into any game thinking we can win, and there is absolutely no reason why we can't. Should we jump into the chat before we go into our lineups? Uh, FTL Craig, thank you so much for the kind donations Says afternoon, everyone. Great group on the show, except that guy from Tampa. Goodness me, Craig. <laughs> Getting personal. Getting personal. Uh, Vesma, thank you so much as well. Smash the like on us. Thank you both of you uh, for dropping your comments in. Um, uh, And Vesman says here, I'm hoping that we can utilize a strong starting 11, get an early lead and substitute early in the second half. Uh, Laura, a friend of the show, of course, says uh, if we're winning by more than one goal, I will personally fly to Porto, run on the pitch and drag Declan Rice off myself. I think obviously with the game at the weekend, there is going to be an emphasis on if we can get a good lead, maybe, or just... uh, I feel it's so arrogant, isn't it, saying we can get a good league at Porto to be able to rest players for the weekend. But it raises a really important point. And doses am I going? Sadly not.
5: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
3: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. If I was, I'd be there now because going tomorrow would be an absolute nightmare. Did everyone see Rio Ferdinand getting absolutely bullied by Arsenal fans on the plane? Amazing. Absolutely (laughs) fantastic as well. And Paul says, I would like to use the same team here in Porto tomorrow from the start, but bring back those rested and injured on 60 minutes. Rest some legs before Newcastle. Well, speaking of lineups, we should probably jump into them. Tom, we start with you, mate. Talk us through your selection and your reasons why.
4: Well, uh, I really would have liked to have seen some of our injured players that we thought were coming back back already. So, but I'm sticking with the same back line, same back five, um, and then I think, uh, like Damian was saying, we, we played Liverpool off the park with the that midfield that we had. I, I can see us doing something similar here. Mm-hmm. Um, Jorginho being able to move more over to that that. Um, the the left eight but that gives us some solidity and some consistency consistency with rice back there but i do think it's going to be fairly attack minded i think like Damien was also saying is that we've positionally we we know where we're going to be and now we can just play um so i do think we're going to start a pretty uh decent front line my biggest concern is uh i wanted to keep trossard healthy he has been in such good Mm. form that's why i didn't start him and uh, i wanted to make sure that he's available to either come on and and like a lot of people have already said get up with some sort of a lead the arrogance that we may have get a lead and be able to take some players off with 60 minutes 75 minutes something like that and be able to get them rested for the game on the weekend that's that's my goal Hopefully it's our, that's the Arsenal goal too.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course. No, it absolutely is the Arsenal goal. Um, And I think that being able to rest players is going to be really important uh, for the weekend. It's, it's frustrating that they have put that game against Newcastle on a Saturday because we're playing Wednesday. I suppose that there's not too much of a complaint because we used to play Thursday, Sunday, you know, which is the same amount of time between games. But it's such a huge test to have to go to Porto away and then play the Saturday. But it is what it is. You know, we could be worse. could be Liverpool. Yeah. We always have to play at 12.30 on a Saturday, to be fair to them. Um, moving forwards, uh, we go to Alex next. Talk us through it, mate.
1: Well, I've similarly, I've gone for the same back five. Um, I think I've, I've put Jorginho in um, to get some control when we do have possession. I mean, I, I still can foresee us dominating if we turn up to it, but the atmosphere... Might be a little bit intimidating. So I think Jorginho just provides that calmness that we're going to need if we need to have a spell of possession. Because the last thing we want against Porto is to st- start turning it into a transitional game where we you know, you've got running up and down. You know, you've got, you don't want to give the fans stuff to cheer. Uh, although I'm sure they'll cheer the whole time anyway. So, um, <laughs> I have kept Trossard in. Um, although I'm aware of the game on Saturday. I also am aware that Trossard has been in an amazing form. I think that my view at the moment is to take things game by game, and as much as I do see the need for rotation, I think that um, if we can have our players who are in form starting, um, then we get got we we're going to have that familiarity that Trossard provides, and potentially therefore get some goals. Uh, early and then we can bring players like him off. I think Martinelli is going to be key tomorrow for stretching the play, um, hopefully providing some more runs in behind, which I know he likes to dribble with it, but I'd I'd like to see him get in behind a little bit more. Mm. Um, I think the consistency in the defence is is key though. I think that that is something, that familiarity and just knowing where people are going to be, knowing the spaces that they're going to occupy, um, having the usual, Gabriel being a bit more aggressive and Saliba sort of being that calm head. Um, I'm just hoping that, um, yeah, no injuries. That's my what I what I pray for.
3: Yeah, and that's got to be the hope, isn't it? Um, every game is that we hope. Because I was thinking, you know, that back four, there is no depth now. Cedric is not depth. You know, mm. I have to break this to you. Um, but no Zinny, no Tommy, no Timber means we have this back four. There is nothing to back it up at the moment. And it is a very vulnerable and fragile state that we find ourselves in. Uh, Damien, talk us through it. And while you are, I'm going to plug in my, uh, my charger.
0: <laughs> so, yes, go so for my, it, mate. The only real difference on my team to Tom's and Alex's is, is that I've gone to leave Martinelli out and play Trossard on the left. There is a method to my madness, and it's certainly not because I don't rate Martinelli. as my favourite player. But... What I I was looking at was a little bit with an eye to Newcastle, which I don't like to do because I do, like Alex said, like to take each game as it comes. But I've also looked at the fact that there's been, I think, two occasions this season we've left Martinelli out. And when he's come back in in the next game, he's been like a dog with a bone. He's got a point to prove that he's scored and been the best player on the park. I just kind of think we might need that against Newcastle. But also for this game, I think if you're bringing Martinelli on 65, 70 minutes into the game with a tiring Porto defence that has got a 40-year-old in there as well, he can absolutely destroy that defence. What it does also mean is we do need someone to get into the box to get on the end of any crosses that he puts in. But I just think that might be a better way to utilise Martinelli for this game. Um, in terms of Kivior, before I knew who was in and out, I was contemplating whether it would be him or Tomiyasu, But even with a fit Tommy Asu, I think I would have gone for Kivior because he's been very good in the last few games. And I just think in an away leg of a Champions League game, you just need that defensive solidity where you can just tell him to just stay there and defend and let Ben White invert. You're on mute.
3: Oh, this show has been an absolute disgrace. <laughs> it's been an absolute disgrace, this show. Um, but, uh, yeah, apologies for that. But, in terms but you look of, good. I look great. Yeah, the cameras <laughs> made me look fantastic. Other than that, I'm going out swinging, looking great. That is it. But, um, yeah, I, I, Kivior, as I was saying before I was really instructed by my own incompetence, was um, that he really has turned the mood around him as a player. He really has got fans on board with what he is doing and that in itself is I I think a real turn up for the books in a year because he came in for 20 million quid no one really knew who he was it's a decent amount of money to spend on a player you know he's 24 years of age now he's not a youngster I think he's deceptively older than what people actually think that he is at 24 um you know same age kind of bracket as the likes of Ben White and Odegaard and Havertz and, and that group so he has to start delivering, and he is. And I remember those comments from from certain fans in January saying, oh, I can't believe we've let Lino Souza go when we're playing Kivio. Well, Kivio's now started a second half against Liverpool. He started the last two games that we've scored 11 goals in, Mm. you know, and I think he's contributed to those. I think he's still yet to be maybe properly defensively tested i mean he was tested in that liverpool game and, and held firm but i think we're still waiting to see if he can be properly tested maybe porto will do that we'll see but i do have more faith in him i'm loving by the way the disgrazias in the chat box of my my incompetence this show technologically um moving forwards just to my 11 uh it's the same team uh, as the weekend bar georgina coming in for Havertz. I really did have a bit of a toss-up between Havertz and Trossard's play at centre forward, but I just think you have to start Trossard right now. He's so good. And I I published an article the other day talking about how Trossard started 10 games for Arsenal um, as a number nine. We've won nine of them, drawn the other one. He scored four goals and got seven assists in those 10 games. And the only one that he didn't... um, scoring was the one he came off in 22 uh, minutes and the other one he was substituted at half time in so then he had two games he didn't contribute a goal or an assist in it was because he was subbed uh, either through injury or tactically at half time so a brilliant record and he deserves that start but needs to be rested if we can be in the second half and uh, that's where Havertz comes in that's where um, Nelson Baps comes in and other players in the team that are going to provide some depth for the forward line, Ethan Nuinari, of course, has, has traveled according to Simon Collins as well. So, some really interesting uh, opportunities, I think, there. We'll move to predictions to finish the show off. Uh, so, Tom, we'll start with you. Scoreline and scorers, please.
4: I've had some pretty crazy scorelines, but I've been consistently picking us to give up a goal every game. So, mm. <laughs> I'm going to keep that up and I'm going to say we're going to win three to one. I think uh, I picked Rice as my star. So, I think he's going to get a goal and assist. Mm. Uh, and I think uh, the, 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 Goal is, I mean, the assist he's going to have is going to be to Saliba, and then we're going to get a goal from Havertz and from Martinelli. Yes,
1: Alex liked that comment.
3: Yeah, Um,
4: did
1: you see the little thumbs up? I (laughs) accidentally did that, and apparently you You just do that and the camera, and it eventually does a thumbs up.
3: Oh, that's is it your camera? or Does everyone's do that? No, everyone's really. So if I do that, it's going to come up with a thumbs. It's not working. Why is it not working?
1: I thought it was everyone's.
3: Tom, can you do it? Damien, give us a thumbs up. That was incredible. No, why is it not working? It seen you should... it. Alex, you've got a magic
0: touch. I have and seen it before on other podcasts actually that happened.
3: Really? Yeah, That's, I, that's crazy. it works. It works with thumbs down, won't it? No, surely not. Is it gonna it's not gonna work now? <laughs> it Can't recognize the thumbs <laughs> down. Yeah, or well, thumbs down to the technology, because it well, it's, it's very biased in its own work. It can only do a thumbs up. Um, um, Alex,
1: oh, yeah. school added scorers, please, mate. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 Arsenal, and I'm going to go um, Trossard, and I'm going to go Jorginho. And um, Yomi's just said in the chat that you have to have the new OS, so that must be what, what it is. What is OS, um, It's the Operators. operating system for Mac um, I got oh, them. there
3: it is. It done it oh, out of nowhere. You're not even doing he had, it. He had his thumb <laughs> like this. Like <laughs> you had your thumb there like that. <laughs> For those listening on audio platforms, you'll mm-hmm. have absolutely no idea what's going on. But basically, in short... Alex puts a little thumbs up because his Max working it actually brings up on his camera a little thumbs up. That's amazing. It get really irritating out. at the worst okay. times when you don't mean to do it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, just so, keep my yeah. hands off the out the screen. <laughs> keep <Yeah. them> <laughs> yes, it seems like it's, it's no problems with this technology whatsoever. Clearly, uh, Damien, finish yourself with a score on the scorers, please.
0: So I think we're going to win three one. I'm going to go for Gabriel Odegaard and Trossard. and for me. The important part of this game is to keep um, Evan Nilsson and a, they got a player called Galeno who's very creative, scores goals as well. If M yeah. Midfield can lock them down, then I think a nice, comfortable 3-1 win.
3: Oh, love it. Love it. No away goals, by the way, people. Away goals does not exist anymore in the Champions League. Uh, Adverta says 2-0 win. Uh, Tom says 3-1 for the Arsenal, same as Damian. Uh, Temi's also going for a 3-1 Arsenal win. Martinelli Brace, Raya late header. Uh, Dao says 5-0. Let's keep the form. Yummy says 1-1. Rancy says Saka Havertz with a 2-2 draw. Amberley says 2-1. Uh, John says 3-2 to us. Blue Whale says 3-1 Arsenal. Trossard Brace and Saka. Uh, Laura's going for a boring, boring Arsenal 1-0 win. Uh, Petrim's going for a 3-1 Arsenal victory. MIR reactions going for a solid 4-1 so we can rest players in the second leg. Uh, Patrick says, I predict 5-0 and the Nazri screamer, bringing back those, uh, what was it, 2010, uh, 2010 fields? Uh, Temi says 3-1 win, Martin Lee Brace, late Raya, header as well. Is that, I've already read that one. I feel like I have because no one is going to put it twice. He's put it in twice. Uh, Vesman says 3-1 with Arsenal win, Saka with one, Trossard with two. It's. I think there is some elements of some people swaying towards the big wins, again, like Avanab here with a 5-0 win, and some people swaying a little bit more cautiously some draws in there, some tight wins in there as well. I'm going to go with a... I want to go 3-1 as well, I think. Um, you absolutely rip that away from, from Porto and take that back to the Emirates. But yeah, 3-1 Arsenal win. Ben White, Screamer, of course. Jakob Kiviel to get his first of the season as well, just to really rub in the wounds of those that are criticizing him in January. And we'll go with another Leandro Trossard I think, just to keep up that fine record he's got when he starts at centre forward. Thank you so much for listening. Tom, thank you for your time, mate. Tell people where they can find you and what you're going to be
4: up to. All the socials at Sir Sable. Uh, and uh, you can always find me at, at the corner of the bar at McDenton's with the Gulf Coast Gooders. Lovely stuff. I'm, I'm part of the furniture there, I think.
3: Yeah, indeed. Indeed. As is the Gulf Coast scarf that's now on the back of this, <laughs> nice. which you can't see at the moment. When I get a different lens, you'll be able to see more. But uh, yeah,
1: for sure. Alex, thank you for your time, mate, as always. It's all right. No, you, you can find me on the Discord server or, like I said, uh, in, in the library. <laughs> for, in the library, for the next.
3: doing his dissertation, yeah, doing giving his himself dissertation. a thumbs up. So yeah, indeed. Uh, and lastly, Damien, fantastic preview show debut, mate. You smashed it. Thank you. And, thank and you. tell me where they can find
0: you. I'll, I'm in a Discord server. If I'm in there, and thank you very much for having me on.
3: No pleasure is all mine, mate. And thank you to those of you that have kept up with my, as I said, incompetence throughout this show. We started off with no microphone. The charger didn't work. I had myself on mute. It's been a royal cluster, you know what um, this has. But uh, I've looked good, as Tom said, with the brand Looking new. Looking marvelous. So there you go. Uh, So we'll have this hopefully maybe even looking even better for tomorrow morning's 8 a.m. show and you can give me some real feedback about what you think about the camera. I think the TGT logo in the background looks far better already. Um, But yeah, it's actually what it looks like. Whereas on the old camera, it's like, glare and blur and now it looks great so yeah uh, that's that's certainly been worth the investment it seems but thank you for listening do drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you're new i'll be back tomorrow morning as i say at 8 a.m bright and early for the last show alex is giving us a thumbs up a backwards thumbs up somehow <laughs> and uh, we'll end the show there have a great day stay safe stay well and respectful and happy and as always up the arsenal